Packer Nation, welcome to the very first podcast of New York Bozo, a Green19Packers.com podcast. I'm your host, Tanner Dunkel, coming to you live on a Sunday night, February 18th, 2018, from Aurora, New York. Uh, a little bit about New York Bozo. Uh, it's going to be a Green 19 Packers podcast where we talk everything Packers, rumors, uh, news. Hopefully do that once or twice a week, depending on uh, what's going on in Packer land. But uh, wanted to get things started off tonight. Lots to talk about as uh, the offseason is underway. I uh, think we should get right into it. Talk a little Jordy Nelson and Randall Cobb. As uh, just very recently, uh, Ian Rappaport of NFL Network came out and said that he believes that <coughs> Randall Cobb and Jordy Nelson, one of them will not be back in Green Bay. said he would be shocked if uh, the Packers were to keep both of them. Obviously, this has been uh, foreshadowed from the very beginning. Uh, Jordy Nelson's getting up there in age, and his play declined this past year without Rodgers behind center and with Hunley behind center. Uh, same with Randall Cobb and uh Packers gave Devontae Adams a nice new contract. He's the de facto number one receiver in Green Bay, so this kind of leads to a little bit of a conundrum between Cobb and Nelson and uh, what new Packers GM Brian Gutekunst is going to do there. Um wrote about this in the blog the other day, and uh, I believe I said I'd be shocked if Randall Cobb were to be back in Green Bay next year. Uh, I don't see a way that the Packers get rid of Jordy Nelson, but... Uh, it's been a couple days since I wrote that, and I've kind of got a little change of heart, and that, that happens sometimes. But I'd honestly be shocked if if either of them were to leave Green Bay. I kind of uh, change in my mind a little bit. I, if I were to say right now, I'd say that the Packers are going to restructure Nelson and they're going to leave Cobb's contract alone. Uh, I believe Jordy's got one more year on his current deal, and uh, I Personally, I think he's going to retire after next season. That's just uh, just my opinion. But I don't see any way that uh, Aaron Rodgers seems a little frustrated in losing quarterback coach Alex Van Pelt. And I uh, don't think he'd be too happy about losing his top two receivers, and uh, or two of his favorite receivers, that is, and Jordy Nelson and Randall Cobb. But um, if I were the GM, I wrote in the blog that uh, I'd get rid of both of them and really free up some cap space to use it to other positions and I'd maybe sign a receiver or possibly uh, two receivers, even maybe draft one depending on how the board is going to fall. But uh, there's been a lot of mixed opinions between Jordy and Cobb. And uh, like I said, I changed my mind. I don't see any way that either of them are going to be gone next season. But uh if anyone is going to go, it will be Randall Cobb. I'd be shocked if Jordan Nelson's not in the Packers uniform next year. But uh, either way, that's been the the big story this past week involving Green Bay Packers football. But uh, I think we'll talk some cap casualties as well since uh, since we're on the talk of money. And uh, Brian Gutekunst, a lot of fans are thinking that uh, Maybe the Packers will go out, sign some free agents now. Uh, the Packers had a rough season, 7-9, and nine, so they're going to have a high draft pick. 
That'll be something to see. And uh, I believe the Packers are just under twenty million um, under the cap, around eighteen million. And uh, there's a couple of contracts in in my eyes that I possibly see uh, the Brian Gutekinds could kind of fool around with and possibly maybe release a guy or two to free up some of that cap space and maybe go attack free agency. So if we take a look here, uh, next year's biggest cap hit obviously is Aaron Rodgers of. Uh, about $21 million around there. Randall Cobb and Jordy Nelson are 2-3. and three. Clay Matthews is 4. All around $12 million. Jordan, Randall Cobb's around $13 million his cap hit next season. So, uh, so if we take a look here, we're just talking Randall Cobb and Jordy Nelson. I ex- fully expect Jordy Nelson's uh, contract to be restructured. I, I don't think they're going to do anything with Randall Cobb's contract. And, um... Personally, that kind of disappoints me. I like Randall Cobb, Randall Cobb a lot, but um, it's just, his play's certainly been declining. Clay Matthews is another big option. I don't see the Packers really doing anything uh, with Clay Matthews. I think that uh, he'll be a pretty important part of Mike Penton's defense next year, whether that's inside or outside. I think he'll move around a little bit. But the one name that kind of sticks out to me possibly as being a cap casualty is uh, Brian Bulaga coming off a torn ACL. He's been injured a lot lately. He's got a cap hit of around $8 million next year. Um, I fully expect uh, the Packers to move on from guard Jari Evans and maybe Lane Taylor. Or uh, Sorry about that. Lane Taylor's the uh, left guard. Uh, Justin McCray moving into that right guard slot. And uh, if I were if I were the GM, I would uh, kind of I'd probably let Brian Bulaga go and free up some of that cap space. Uh, a lot, like I said, he's had a lot of injuries, but he has been a, a very dependable tackle to go along with David Bakhtiari. But the thing is, if you do release Bulaga, you get to go. You got to go out there in the draft and uh, possibly sign an off or and uh, draft an offensive lineman, or you got to go out in free agency and sign one. And uh, Jason Spriggs certainly hasn't been the answer at the right tackle position. And uh, McCray's a guard, but he's played a little right tackle too in the this past season. So that's something to keep your eye on. And uh, if I were to look at another one, not a cap casualty, but maybe someone that definitely needs to be restructured, it's Mason Crosby. Uh, he's got a cap hit of $5 million next year, and that's just pff, way too much for a kicker. I like Mason Crosby, and don't get me wrong, but uh, to be paying him around $4 million a year, it's just, that's too much money. There's a lot of kickers out there making a lot less who are just as good, if not better, than Mason Crosby. Um, if I look at, look at any more here for passable cap, cap casualties, I don't really see any that really stick out other than the ones that were mentioned. A lot of people think the Packers should move on from Clay Matthews. Like I said, don't see that happening. Really don't see them moving on from Randall Cobb or Jordy Nelson either, like I said. But uh, I definitely expect Randall, or, uh, Jordy Nelson's... Uh, contract to be restructured. So um, we'll kind of move into what free agents the Packers have this upcoming season. And uh, I think uh, the Packers did re-sign Devontae Adams and Corey Lindsley right before the season ended. And if we were to look at uh, who they have for free agents upcoming, and they don't have too many, but uh, the big name out there is uh, Morgan Burnett. And uh, if you look at Morgan Burnett's market value, according to SpotTrack.com, 29 years old, he is expected to uh, pull in around $10 million a year 
his market value is four years, about $39 million, so just under $10 million a year. Um, that's, a, that's an interesting uh, free agent the Packers have right there. Obviously, uh, they're top free agent, but uh, that's going to be an interesting one to see what Brian Gutekinds decides to do. And um, I think Ted Thompson drafted Josh Jones in the second round last year. Uh, was possibly to replace Morgan Burnett, but Josh Jones obviously struggled at the uh, safety position, played a lot better closer to the line of scrimmage. Um, but uh, Morgan Burnett, that's a, that's a tough one. And personally, I'd be fine with letting Morgan Burnett go if, uh, if um, Gutekinds fills that role, whether that is with Josh Jones, depends what Mike Patton sees where Josh Jones fits in that defense. It depends what Mike Patton sees if Morgan Burnett fits in that defense, but Burnett's missed a lot of games lately. last few years, he's been injured. But um, he's still a relatively young player, 29, 28 years old. And uh, that's he's obviously on top of the Green Bay Packers list of free agents, but um, if I were to go out there and give it a guess right now, I'm going to say the Packers do not re-sign Morgan Burnett. That's uh, I, I don't think I would, and I don't expect the Packers to as well. Um, number two, has Ahmad Brooks on here, outside linebacker, made $3 million last year. Don't see the Packers bringing him back. He was a one-year signing from Ted Thompson. The Packers got to get younger at the outside linebacker position. Devon House is an interesting one as well. Came back to Green Bay on a one-year contract. <sighs> I kind of expect Burn- or, uh, Devon House to be back. It's going to be a low uh, or a cheap deal, but, uh, you know, he struggled a little bit, but he is a uh, he's an experienced corner, and uh, he's been around Green Bay for a little while, so that'll be an interesting one to keep an eye on. Guard Jari Evans, he's up there in age, but uh, one of Ted Thompson's, uh, probably his best signing last offseason. Um, that's one to keep your eye on. He's, he's up there in age, but... Uh, wouldn't mind seeing him back on a one-year deal. I, I said that I would go with McCray at right guard. That's what I would do. But um, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me to see him back either. Another one that I want to talk about is Richard Rodgers, possibly. Right now the Packers are just a mess at tight end. The whole Morg- or, uh, Martellus Bennett signing really didn't pan out the way Packers fans uh, thought it would. Lance Kendrick's also a disappointment at the tight end position. Richard Rodgers... Uh, End of his rookie contract, uh, great hands, but um, I wouldn't mind seeing him as a backup tight end role. I'm not a Lance Kendricks guy. Uh, the Packers definitely need to address that position. Uh, ever since losing Jared Cook, that's last year was just a mess at tight end, and it's been that way ever since Jermichael Finley's uh, career was ended years ago. But um, another interesting one's possibly Jeff Janis, and uh, a lot of Packers fans probably want to see Janis back, but. Wouldn't kill me to see him leave. I like Jeff Janis, but he's a special teams player only. Hasn't seen many offensive snaps at all. Everyone remembers the Arizona game in the playoffs a few years back, but he's just almost feel not a waste of a roster spot. But uh, definitely, it's that there's other other players that can take that role from Jeff Janis. Uh, so I really don't know if the Packers are going to re-sign many of their free agents. Uh, Quentin Dial's another one, got some playing time this past season. But uh, Brad, 
Brett Goode as well, but I, I fully expect the Packers to bring in a different long snapper. So, um, if I were to say most likely to re-sign with the Packers, it would probably go in order of House, Rodgers, Janice, Burnett. I don't, I really don't see the Packers uh, bringing back Morgan Burnett. I think he'll, uh, he'll find work somewhere else. But that's just how I see things, and that'll move us into our different topic of uh, possible free agents the Packers can look at. Um, this upcoming offseason, free agency uh, starts off soon, a couple in a couple weeks. Um, obviously, the Packers have several needs. This is a team with lots and lots of holes. And I think uh, m- more so on the defensive side of the ball, but they have some offensive holes too, like I mentioned, tight end and possibly receiver, depending on what they do with with um, Jordy Nelson and Randall Cobb and possibly backup quarterback too. But uh, let's look at... Some of the top free agents here at the receiver, obviously Sammy Watkins, Jarvis Landry, Allen Robinson, Marquise Lee, Paul Richardson, just to name a few. Um, If there's anyone at the receiver position I'd like to see the Packers go after, it would be Taylor Gabriel, the Atlanta Falcons, 27 years old, speedster. He uh, would definitely add some much-needed speed to that Packers offense. And if I were to go with the second one, it might be Dante Moncrief or... uh, Possibly, uh, yeah, that's just about it. Marquise Lee, maybe two, or a couple of options. I don't think the Packers are really going to break the bank uh, at the receiver position. I've, I've heard people talk about Allen Robinson and uh, and stuff like that, but uh, he's going to get tagged by the Jacksonville Jaguars coming off an ACL injury. Those are a couple of guys that shouldn't, shouldn't cost a ton of money. My favorite would probably be Taylor Gabriel and... Uh, that's a slot guy, though, that uh, might not might not see that happen if Randall Cobb and Jordy Nelson are both back. But uh, I, I definitely would like to see the Packers add a receiver. And if you look at the tight ends that are available, Jimmy Graham is the top name, Tyler Eifer, Austin Safarian Jenkins, Trey Burton, those are just to name a few. Like we mentioned, Richard Rodgers is a tight end that uh, is also a free agent the Packers might bring back. That's a position that needs to be addressed and it's been rumored the Packers are a team to keep an eye on regarding Jimmy Graham. Um, I would love Tyler Eifert if he could stay healthy. The man's missed more games than he's played in the past few years, and uh, but when he's good, or when he's playing, he's very good, very good player. But uh, uh, I, I don't really know if the pa- I've heard people say Safarian Jenkins too. I'm not a fan. Maybe Trey Burton, but uh, he's an undersized tight end. I don't really know if the Packers are going to take a look at any of those guys. There's definitely some tight ends in the draft to take a look at. But uh, those are just to name a few of the uh, tight ends that are available out there. Um, offensive line, possibly. Justin Pugh. Don't really, I don't really see the Packers going after any of those guys. So we'll shift to the uh, defensive side of the ball where there's some edge defenders out there. The Marcus Lawrence of the Cowboys, Ziggy Anza, Julius Peppers, Adrian Claiborne, Trent Murphy, uh, Junior Gallette, just to name a few there. <sighs> Probably the biggest offseason need for the Packers is an edge rusher, an outside linebacker, to pair up with Nick Perry. and um, It'll be interesting to see what Mike Pettin wants, uh, what kind of defensive player he's that he's looking for. But... Uh, those top two guys there, Demarcus Lawrence, I expect him back in a Cowboys uniform. We'll see. Ziggy Anz, I don't really see him back in Detroit, uh, but he's gonna he's gonna cost a lot of money. Wouldn't mind seeing him in Green Bay, but he's gonna cost a lot of money. 
Um, other than that, maybe an Alex Okafor, 27 years old, be an underrating uh, free agent sign in the package to take a look at. Um, other than that, I really don't see the Packers going after any of these guys. Uh, Julius Peppers probably probably stay in Carolina. Um, but the, those are just a few to name. Uh, obviously, I think uh, cornerbacks is the big uh, the big uh, position the Packers really need to address as well. Kevin King, they drafted last year. Uh, Devon House, like we mentioned, is a uh, is a free agent. So the Packers, there's a couple of free agent names out there that the Packers could be interested in. Tremaine Johnson from the Rams. Uh, Malcolm Butler is the uh, the big one from the New England Patriots. E.J. Gaines, Kyle Fuller. Aaron Colvin and uh, Morris Claiborne and uh, Prince of Mukamar, Vontae Davis. Those are some of the guys out there. Um, I know a lot of Packers fans want to see Malcolm Butler in Green Bay. Undersized corner. I like Malcolm Butler. Really don't see the Packers pulling the strings there. I do think, though, if the Packers are going to spend a lot of money in free agency, it's going to be at the corner position. I could definitely see him going after one of these guys, but one of these uh, guys that I've, I've read about that uh, isn't going to cost much money at all will be Aaron Colvin of the Jacksonville Jaguars, 26 years old, kind of overshadowed by uh, Jalen Ramsey and A.J. Bouye over there in Jacksonville. But uh, he's a guy to keep an eye on. He's an underrated free agent. Nobody's really talking about him. But uh, I wouldn't mind to see him in Green Bay. It wouldn't, wouldn't cost a ton. Probably have to give up a little more than what people are... Uh, expecting, but uh, Tremont Williams is another one I'd like to see back in Green Bay, 35 years old, but uh, I think he's a better option as, as a corner than Devon House, and Tremont Williams uh, has been in Cleveland with Mike Patton, so uh, maybe that's a little connection there, but he played very well last year, one of uh, Pro Football Focus's top-rated corners uh, last season at 35, uh, would, wouldn't mind seeing him back in Green Bay. Uh, safeties, like we mentioned, that could be a position to take a look at. Uh, Morgan Burnett's the second top rate of free agent safety. I th- that's according to this list on rotoworld.com. Behind LaMarcus Joyner, Kenny Vaccaro's another name, Eric Reed as well. Um, I wouldn't mind an Eric Reed over there in San Francisco. I just don't, I really don't want to see the Packers bring back Morgan Burnett. I like Morgan Burnett, but there's just... Misses too many games and uh, lots of inter- lots of injuries, and I think that uh, the Packers can find find a guy in the draft, maybe a Derwin James, like I mocked them in the one of my latest blog posts about a week ago. Those are, that's some something that the Packers that's probably the biggest position of need in the defensive side of the ball that's really being overshadowed is safety. Uh, haha, Clinton Dix had a very poor uh, twenty seventeen season and. Uh, Josh Jones didn't have the rookie season that uh, a lot of people expected him to have. He's pretty hyped up coming out of the draft, but uh, that's a position. Kentrell Bryce was on the IR. He's hasn't been more than just a guy over there, but um, that's a definitely a position to keep an eye on. Like I mentioned, I mocked a week ago Derwin James out of South, out of uh, Florida State to go to the Packers 14th overall in the uh, the first round of the draft and. Uh, James has drawn some comparisons to uh, Cam Chancellor out of Seattle, and uh, James is one of my uh, top players in the draft, but one 
it's a little too early to talk about the draft. We'll talk about the draft when the combine comes comes around. But um, at 14, the Packers really got to look best available player. Whether that's a wide receiver, a corner, an edge rusher, Marcus Davenport, or, or a receiver, a Calvin Ridley, or a corner, a Josh Jackson, or Denzel Ward, the Packers really got to take who the best available player is. Because this, uh, this roster, when Aaron Rodgers is not under center, the, uh, the holes are really... There's lots. There are several holes. But uh, like I said in that mock draft that I did about a week ago, I had the Packers taking Derwin James in the first. Uh, Texas A&M wide receiver Christian Kirk in the second round. South Carolina tight end Hayden Hurst in the third. And Maryland corner J.C. Jackson also in the third round with their uh, comp pick there. But uh, other than that, this is a... Pretty quick podcast, just wanted to get the ball rolling. There's going to be a lot more to talk about as the offseason unfolds, when the NFL Combine comes, and the uh, when free agency starts up. But uh, definitely expect Brian Gutekinds to, to get busy this offseason, whether that involves releasing Randall Cobb or Jordy Nelson or possibly signing free agents like uh, I've seen out there. It's full, I'd fully expect Brian Gutekinds to pull the trigger on a big-name free agent this offseason, uh, it's kind of human nature for a, for a new GM, a new guy at the job, wants to make a splash, uh, maybe to make the fans happy, but really to, the Packers have lots of holes out there that need to be filled, and hopefully the new GM there and Brian Gutekinds to fill some of those holes and uh, makes this roster much stronger than it has been in the past. But uh, that should just about do it for our very first episode of New York Bozo. Uh, Hopefully we'll uh, get back there, talk some more Packers football soon. Thanks.